to Meet My Brain, a field guide to autism. I'm your host, The Autistic Woman. First, a disclaimer. I'm not a doctor or health professional, and nothing in this episode is intended as medical advice. Check with your physician if you're having difficulties with sleep. I was gifted an Apple Watch in 2019 and love its features, including the timer, heart monitor, and EKG, calendar, weather, and more. I can take calls if I'm away from my phone and control music and podcasts. Recently, Apple added a new feature, sleep monitoring. What I've learned about my sleep has been eye-opening. This episode is about sleep deprivation in autistics and how it affects us. Sleep problems are one of the most common complaints by autistic adults. Research shows that almost 90% of autistics struggle with sleep issues. What we know about sleep is actually very little. We know some of the processes that occur in the brain during sleep, how and why we sleep remains largely unknown. We do know that sleep is important and beneficial and that lack of sleep or deprivation is unhealthy. What is sleep deprivation? A lack of refreshing sleep or feeling tired after getting a full night's rest. It can show up as too little deep sleep or REM sleep. It also results from interrupted sleep. How does sleep deprivation affect life? A person who is sleep deprived might have difficulty concentrating and performing at work. A person might have to work at a job that doesn't require them to be at top performance. An autistic person may have to work part-time, due in part to a lack of energy. Sleep deprivation affects concentration and makes it hard to pay attention, so driving or operating machinery can be dangerous. It makes learning more difficult. It affects memory. You know, like when you hear yourself saying, now what was I going to do again? I think it takes some of the fun out of life when you don't have the energy to do the things you love. How much sleep should we get? It varies by age. Teenagers need 9 to 10 hours a night, and older adults need 7 to 8. There are four sleep states that the watch tracks. REM, or rapid eye movement, deep sleep, core, and awake. REM sleep is supposed to make up 20 to 25% of our sleep. It plays a role in dreaming, memory, emotional processing, and healthy brain development. Deep sleep should be 20% of our night. The body is repairing itself by regrowing tissue, strengthening the immune system, and building bones and muscle. Core sleep is whatever's not REM or deep or awake, generally 60%. Ideally, awake is 0%. What about sleep disorders? There are those that lead to sleep deprivation, such as insomnia, of course, which means it's difficult falling or staying asleep. It can be acute or chronic. For many autistics, it's a lifelong challenge. Night awakenings are frequent and common. Sleep apnea, that's shortness of breath during sleep. The sleeper will actually stop breathing for a few seconds and gasp for air then awaken and take in a deep breath and fall back to sleep. 
Sleep apnea is usually caused by the anatomy of the throat, tongue, and palate. A person with sleep apnea will rarely feel rested and may easily fall asleep during the day. Narcolepsy, that's a neurological disorder that causes persistent sleepiness. Episodes of muscle weakness known as cataplexy. Dreamlike hallucinations, sleep paralysis, and abnormal patterns of REM sleep. A person with narcolepsy may suddenly fall asleep during the day. There are other types of sleep disorders as well. Parasomnia is also known as sleepwalking. I had that problem for about six months when I was in a particularly stressful period of my life. I had no recall of it the next day. I figured it out because things were moved around when I woke up. Hypersomnia, or sleeping too much, is another sleep disorder. I would imagine that many autistics have had periods in their lives when this has happened. It's often associated with depression night terrors, or nightmares. Those can happen to me when I'm under stress. I may not realize that I am. I usually can't fall asleep after a bad nightmare. Nocturnal enuresis, or bedwetting. Children are often punished or shamed for this behavior, yet it turns out that bedwetting is due to a hormonal imbalance, not to behavior or sleeping deeply. When we're babies, we lack the hormone, and as we grow older, the brain starts making it to keep us from waking up to go to the bathroom. It's an antidiuretic hormone called vasopressin. There's a synthetic version of vasopressin available by prescription called desmopressin. This hormone can be taken by someone with a lack of vasopressin and stopped when a child matures and the brain starts making it a rare condition which demonstrates the seriousness of sleep deprivation is called fatal familial insomnia. The person becomes less and less able to sleep until they can't sleep at all. The sleep deprivation is so devastating that it results in organ failure, dementia, and ultimately death. The disorder is caused by a genetic mutation and isn't treatable or curable. What are the reasons for sleep deprivation? Temporary sleep deprivation, such as illness, worries, a change in routine, unfamiliar surroundings, like when you go to a hotel or don't sleep in your own bed, pain, allergies, sleeping with a partner who snores or is restless, or a sleep disorder. It can also be from a circadian rhythm disturbance. A circadian rhythm or circadian cycle is our natural internal process that regulates the sleep-wake cycle and repeats every 24 hours. In the next episode, I'll talk about a fascinating NASA study of the effects of a Mars-length day on circadian rhythm. When there's a lot of stress or a stressful event, a person can experience acute sleep deprivation that lasts until the stress is alleviated. It can become chronic if a sleep loss pattern develops. Studies acknowledge that autistics have problems with sleep but can't yet explain the underlying cause or reason. 
The effects of sleep deprivation. Well, not getting enough sleep can affect mood, memory, and health. It's linked to cardiovascular disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, depression, heart attack, stroke, and obesity. It can compromise the immune system and severely impair mental judgment. It can be harder to diet because when you're sleep-deprived, your body boosts production of the hormone that makes you hungry. One test showed that a person who is sleep-deprived for just one single night is as impaired as somebody who's legally intoxicated. Autistics and Sleep Studies about sleep and autistics have been primarily focused on children. One of the few studies of adults showed that autistic adults have longer sleep latency, which is the length of time it takes to fall asleep. Autistics have frequent night awakenings and circadian rhythm sleep-wake disorders. It takes an average of 11 minutes longer than non-autistic people for an autistic to fall asleep. Personally, I think that's an underestimation. We know that frequently waking during the night is common for autistics. It seems that sleep apnea is also more prevalent in autistics. Sleep is less restorative for us than for non-autistics. The research shows autistics spend 15% of their sleep in the REM stage compared to 23% in non-autistic. Except for one occasion, I haven't slept more than two hours in a row since my mid-twenties. Before I started tracking my sleep, I thought I was waking maybe four to five times on a good night and approximately eight to nine times on a bad night. A bad night to me is like torture. It means I wake up constantly. I may have bad dreams. I feel like I toss and turn. I might wake up early like 4 a.m. and not be able to go back to sleep. There are times I dread going to bed. I've been tracking my sleep on the watch only a short time. The first night felt like a good night. The numbers showed I got 52 minutes of REM, one and a half hour deep, four hours core, and 27 minutes awake. I awakened seven times. I had another night I was awake for only 5% and still woke up seven times. Then there was a bad night where I only got four and a half hours of sleep, only 15% deep and 15% REM. I woke up six times in that four and a half hour period. I've had yet another kind of bad night, six and a half hours of sleep but nine hours in bed. I woke up 16 times and once for an hour. One night, I was awake 40% of the night and didn't have REM sleep at all until the last 21 minutes. That was one of those nights where when the alarm goes off, it's nearly impossible to get out of bed. That day I had zero energy and had to force myself to do anything that required concentration and could only do it for short periods of time. There's no pattern to my sleep. I get inadequate REM and deep sleep. I can wake up and be awake for an hour or more or just a few minutes. I might wake up 8 times a night or 16 times a night. The sleep issue is beyond my control and 
it's always been clear that it's my brain. Not some habit or bedtime eating or the temperature in the room, because if those were the cause, I would sleep through the night. I know of nothing that can keep me asleep. In the past 40 years, I slept four hours in a row one night and thought it was the best night ever. If I awakened during that four hours, I wasn't aware of it. If you have a similar sleep pattern, you might feel like I do. Sleeping eight hours in a row without waking up would be one of the greatest things ever. It's still a life goal. Sleep deprivation affects my health. It affects my productivity and self-esteem. I know it exaggerates autism symptoms, but it's not the cause of them. I hate the feeling of dragging myself through the day after a bad night. Sometimes I'm able to nap. Other times, I can't. On the positive side, I can usually fall asleep on a plane. I'm sure there are other devices or watches which track sleep, and I would recommend it. The next time I see my doctor, I actually have some numbers and graphs I can show her. What is the typical advice we hear about for sleep issues? Melatonin, light therapy, meditation, exercise, keep the room cool and dark, have the same bedtime, use a white noise machine, it must be quiet in the room, try weighted blankets, avoid caffeine, avoid blue light, in other words, turn off your phone, don't eat late at night. Melatonin can help to reset the circadian rhythm. It can help a person fall asleep faster, but doesn't keep a person asleep. Too much melatonin can make a person feel groggy or unable to focus. So check with your doctor before using it, and it's meant for short-term use. CBD and cannabis is said to have sedative effects. Again, it's best to get medical advice. I don't know that any of these or even a combination of these will alleviate autistic insomnia and sleep deprivation. If there was something that could, I would definitely try it. It seems like we're judged for our sleep. If we admit to being sleep-deprived, we risk losing our jobs. If we call in sick, it might sound like an excuse rather than a health condition. Some researchers now suggest that sleep issues should be considered as part of a routine clinical assessment, that it should be recognized as an indicator of autism. I couldn't agree more. If doctors knew to look for it, I could have found out I'm autistic decades ago. For more information about autistic sleep, listen to the episode titled Sleep. I'm on Twitter at an autistic woman, or you can email me at info at the autistic Make sure you share this podcast with your friends and family. Let's help people understand what it's like to be autistic. Don't hesitate to message me or send me an email. You can support the show on Patreon. This has been Meet My Brain, a field guide to autism. I'm the autistic woman. Slava Ukraine.